0: this episode, I'll be talking about diet culture. And as much as I don't want to believe that it's still around, it is. And people still submit to it. So I hope today I can help you stand up to it and make you realize that it's just plain wrong. It's everywhere, whether you submit to it or not, across the internet, in everyday life. The claim of a solution to all your problems. But we all know it doesn't solve them, it creates them. Diet culture is the problem. It demonises certain ways of eating whilst elevating others as well as promoting workout plans falsely promising a magical transformation. How to get you in shape. But what's in shape? Why does shape matter? It's this idea that's cultivated, that there's a certain way everyone should look. But but there isn't, because if we all looked the same, life would be boring. We all aren't supposed to have a six-pack. And being the leanest, healthiest person doesn't mean you're the happiest. Because skinny does not equal happy or healthy. And there's no one definition of what healthy looks like. The pressures and gripping judgments of society draw you in and play on any low self-esteem and confidence. Either if you're affected by diet culture, you're the victim. Or you partake in promoting it. What was in 2018 a $70 billion industry. There may be some who have seen those workouts, like the flat belly challenges, which are all over YouTube. You may have heard of people like Chloe Ting. I'm not going to put all the blame on people for promoting it. They may be unaware of how negative an impact they're having on people's lives. They themselves may even have been consumed by diet culture, believing it's a good thing. But a note for anyone who is involved in the promotion of diet culture. Even if you are involved because you believe it's a good thing, please just take a moment to think of how it affects other people, if it's really worth it. And if you are inadvertently harming someone else as well as yourself, both emotionally and physically. It's hard to unhook from diet culture, as once you start, you get caught in a spiral because you can become dissatisfied with who you are. No matter what, in this culture, you'll never seem to be good enough. There's always something that you need to try or do better. It's the fact that industry is worth so much that it's just going to take a lot of campaigning to inset a natural instinct or almost immunity to diet culture. But until then, we just have to learn how to ignore what's put out there. And as you slowly build resilience, you can help others do the same. But until then, you can't help others if you don't look after yourself first. A suggestion is to start with social media. It can become addictive always checking to see what other people are up to. Their full day of eats, suggested workouts... Promoting lifestyle changes. This part of you gets triggered into comparing yourself to them. A good thing to do is really listen to yourself. Take note of how you feel after looking at certain accounts. If they make you feel bad about yourself. Then unfollow them. Respect how you feel. It isn't worth it. Life is too short. And there's no one way to live it. Just as there is no one way you should look. No one way you should eat. No one way you should exercise. Sometimes people need a bit of guidance medically. And even then, it shouldn't involve the creation of guilt. If that isn't the case for you, there's no reason to be influenced in such a way. It is hard when, or some... People who influence such things are really popular, or the trends seem to be really popular, like having a flat stomach, as already mentioned. Even though it's virtually impossible to have a flat stomach, as women's reproductive organs are what's that supposed lower belly fat, so actually a necessary part of female anatomy. Stomachs also naturally expand to accommodate fluid and food for everyone throughout the day. So, I mean, for anyone, it's just not natural to have a flat stomach. Full stop. I know Lizzo did supposedly a smoothie cleanse in two, th- and in two thousand six, Beyonce did her juice cleanse for the Dreamgirls premiere, and Gwyneth Paltrow often with her brand Goop promotes diet culture. And again, I'm not going to heavily judge them. I feel sorry for them. As we all know, seriously, that just having juice is not healthy. But even though we know that, seeing a celebrity do something like that makes us feel like we should too. Maybe it's because they are well known and are really accomplished. So we look up to them. And not that you shouldn't respect someone for their achievements, but there's no reason why you should copy their decisions or why their decisions are any good. Often stories are fabricated for public relations purposes. And if that is the case, it is unfortunate, well, actually far from ideal, that people use their platforms in that way. And I hope they realize that With fame comes responsibility. But people make choices. And if they're poor, you just can't let it affect you. It's unhelpful that obesity too is such a rising issue. For restriction and promoting that isn't going to solve the issue. It's not all about how you look. But in an attempt to fix this epidemic, people are enforcing that it is. But it's not. You look the way you look. Life is about balance. Everything in moderation. Life isn't meant for guilt. Yet food brands will label stuff as clean or guilt-free. Or even recipe websites will do so. Sometimes it's just about not fueling the anxiety caused by diet culture. Whether that be not making dishes, doing a workout, thinking certain things, or just anything you know you don't need to do, but are making yourself do. It's not sustainable. And like I brought up earlier, it's your choice. When you witness someone trapped in diet culture, instead of succumbing to it yourself, Resist joining them because they aren't happy, living life that way. They may lie to themselves and say they are, but they aren't. They couldn't be. Also, a lot of diets are not nutritionally balanced. They may claim to have fat-burning effects, but it's all lies. You're beautiful the way you are, and don't need that. You cannot ever target one area to burn fat, and your body needs that. Society, for some reason, decided that fat is bad when it's actually an organ. You wouldn't try and shrink your lungs, for example. So why is it okay to shrink fat? Which is actually known as the adipose tissue, which contain adipocytes, or fat cells. A lot of people are developing a phobia around fat, fat phobia, through diet culture, and forget that two people could be the exact same weight but look completely different. Diet culture seems to be an area of praise, such as losing weight only until you look scarily thin. That's what people need to realise, that diet culture leads to disordered eating, and potentially eating disorders. But prejudice means that people don't realise this can be the case at any physical state. Like, it's not about how you look. It never should be. You've got the body you've got, you don't need to change it. Every day, for yourself, just take little steps to challenge diet culture, like a food that is seemingly deemed bad, like white bread, or saying something you like about your body. Because diet culture is irrational. And I'm not sure anyone knows exactly where it came from, but it's not making your life any better. So why waste your life on it? Because you've got one life and it's too short to be spent on diet culture.